yo, 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 check this out. This is Fresh Kid out the China, man. Look at you like boo. Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? It's me, DMC. What's up, y'all? This is the boy, Master B. Yo, check us out. Chuck the public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC. This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. Support DJ Paul K. Oil 361. Vice One. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross. You listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. What's up now, motherfucker? This is the show that shows the limits broadcast up and put the real. Interviews with legendary artists. Still got love for the underground field. Rappers with records revealed that they should have rappers that come and get a put on. Wake you to the platform to fight the beast. This show that you need to be on. Hit up YouTube. Follow up with it.com for all of your needs, production and mixing and master and graphics. Check out the archives and hundreds of shows, but you can't kind of view the digital. Everything free to download the stream. Oh yeah, we're real. We got control, we be rebuilt. Our bitch, we represent. All them killers on the mic, and we should love to all your fans. Motherfuckers wanna hate. Do your thing, we keep the focus. Bringing nothing but the rhythm. Come and tune into the dopest. I'm a man. I've seen it all, you know what I'm saying? I've seen 
the changes in the music industry, you know, when, when, when 2008, 2009 came and, and everything, physical CDs weren't selling as much and uh, mom and pop record stores were shutting down and then everything was going digital. I had to adapt, you know what I mean? Uh, I seen everything going digital. So I had to start shooting more music videos because that's kind of the direction that I've seen everything going in because before, before, Oh eight, oh nine. Like I wasn't really focused on music videos. I don't think I don't think many independent artists were. You know what I mean? Because we didn't. You know, um, it just it just kind of wasn't a thing that I was really too too concerned about. Once everything started going digital, I was like, you know what? Everything's going to YouTube. Everything's going digital. We, I need to start shooting videos. Boom! That's when I started prioritizing videos. Started the website. Started selling merch, and I adapted. You know what I mean? And then now, you know what I'm saying? It's like there's like pretty much no mom and pop stores now and you know what i mean it's just it's just it's all about adapting now you know what i mean and and just, just to kind of make things interesting because me i've always been a fan of of the physical product you know what i mean so um um to those listening that probably might not might not know what i decided to do with the physical pre-order with, with the, the first 100 physical pre-orders of the immortalized album um actually include a second bonus disc with 10 bonus songs you know what i mean and that was just kind of my way of giving a bonus to the fans that actually purchase physical cds you know what i'm saying it's my way of giving you an incentive for continuing to buy physical cds you know what i mean because i feel like artists when it comes to the physical stuff physical cds i feel like a lot of artists just kind of threw the towel in and just like ah, you know what it's all digital this is the route i'm going go which don't get me wrong i appreciate digital i, I appreciate the spotify and apple music money and and all of that, you know what I mean, the checks from YouTube, and I, I appreciate it, but, I mean, you know, I mean, you just got to, you know, um, it's in my opinion, bro, like I said, you know, if you're a fan that still buys physical CDs, then you know what, then this, this is my way of telling you thank you for for continuing to buy the physical CDs, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and the vinyl, too, uh, you know, that's making a resurgence. I think this last year, for the first time in I don't know how many years, it, it outsold CDs. Um, yeah. So that was a smart move, man. How did that do for you? Did you sell out? It did really good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it pretty much sold out. I still got like like a like, like a small batch or whatever. That I basically just took those and just put those in the vault just for my archives. You know what I mean? Because this, this is the, the first and only yeah. time that I pressed it up on vinyl. So I, I didn't want to completely sell out and not have any for myself. Or You know what I mean? Or, you know. Just to help, but yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, you, you can pretty much say that they pretty much sold out. Man, that's dope, man. Hell yeah, you know. Uh, w- w- let's let's give them a taste of this, man. This first one's uh, "Angels and Demons," man. I I think right now this is my favorite song on the project, you know, because it changes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tell us about this one, man. Angels and Demons. I produced it. I produced the record. I wrote it. it it's it's me solo. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a I played the guitars on it. And this song right here, man, um, actually the remix is actually dropping maybe like three to four, two, two three weeks uh, after the album drops. I'm going to be dropping the remix. And the remix actually features Ritz. It features Da Vinci on it, and it features, features my homegirl, Zakara. So this is the solo version. I just shot the music video a, a couple of days ago, so the video should be dropping. By the time this interview drops, the video should be out. So everybody, you know, y'all, y'all can go to YouTube and check out the music video. Um, man, I love this fucking song, dude. It's just, it's just basically me just kind of... The, the the concept behind the song, I feel like everybody's pretty pretty guilty, pretty much guilty of this. I feel like everybody 
pretty much has that demon that they've always struggled with and they've always wanted to conquer, but they've just always had trouble with. For some people, it might be drugs and alcohol. For some people, it might be depression. For some people, it might be food. You know, certain people that deal with obesity, it might be food. That might be their demon. For other people, it might be insecurity. For other people, just I feel like everybody has that demon that they've never, they've always struggled with it. You know what I mean? And for whatever reason, sometimes that demon can get the best of you. Other days, you do better. I feel like everybody can relate to that. You know what I mean? And for me, you know, it's 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 just a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? It's 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 alcohol. It's depression. You know what I mean? It's just different things or whatever. So. I basically wrote the song to kind of address that, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people, when they hear it, I think they're going to relate to it because that, because of that. I feel like everybody on some level relates to that issue, you know what I mean? That's why we love you, Ren. You always keep it real, brother. Um, this is Angels yeah. and Demons off the album Immortalized Renaissance. Don't go nowhere. That's not right here. Thank you. 
man. That right there, man. I, I don't know how you could not feel that right there. You know, Ren, um, you always uh, you know, give the fans, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, your, your personal, your, your reality. You know, um, how important is that for an artist to do, man? I mean, that's everything. If you're a true artist, that's it's everything. Because everybody's not an artist. Everybody likes to think of themselves as an artist, but everybody's not an artist. Every rapper is not an artist. Um, you know, you got some people that are just really good at putting words and rhymes together. They're good at making words rhyme. And that's that, that's not what makes an artist. You know what I mean? You got you got um, some people, you know, they're good at doing this type of song, that type of song they're doing. They're good at doing um, drill rap or whatever. And I'm not taking nothing away from any of those, those people or whatever. To me, true artistry comes from emotion. Art is emotion. Like, if you if you if you look at it if you if you just look at it just to the bare minimum, art equals emotion. Whether it be the artist that paints, whether it you know what I mean, anything that has to do with emotion, whether it be acting, whether it be anything, all of that is art. Music is art. Music is a form of is, is a form of art, and art basically you know it, it's all about emotion, and it, this can be any emotion. It could be like I've said this before in previous interviews or whatever, like like I like like I like to think that my music basically when you listen to one of my albums, it's gonna you're gonna hear every different type of emotion that I go through that I, that a human can possibly go through. We all experience laughter, we all experience sadness, we all experience anger, we all experience happiness, we all experience confusion, we all any type of emotion that you can feel that you can humanly possibly feel to me, I like for my music to reflect that. You know what I mean? So you might get a happy song out of me if on this particular day I'm, I'm in a happy mood because, let's be honest, every day is not a terrible day. You know what I mean? But then again, every day is not a great day. You got fucking shitty fucking days where you just want to fucking, you know, fucking kick somebody's teeth. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and I got music that reflects those days. You know what I mean? I got music. I, I got days where I just want to just fucking be a fucking comic and I just want to be a comedian and just, I just feel like being silly on the fucking record. And I don't hold back. If that's how I'm feeling that particular day, that's what you're going to get out of me. You know what I mean? So that's what being an artist is about. Some artists, um, like a lot of the rappers, you know, like I'm not really a fan of these kinds of rappers, the kinds of rappers that just take themselves way too serious. And they just have to be super mega gangster 24 hours a day. Like, they're just too cool to fucking laugh. They're too cool to, to write a love song. They're yeah. too cool to do. You know what I mean? Like, to me, Space that Devo is not keeping it real. Yeah. The what now? Yeah. Straight Debo 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. straight straight up Debo 24 hours a day, seven days hardest, a week. Hardest like, they just never. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they just never fucking break character to me. And, and like, a lot of those kinds of artists, like, those are the kind of artists you'll see them throwing the term around. I'm, I'm, I keep it real. I keep it real. I keep it real. In my opinion, I'm like, no, you, you're actually the opposite of keeping it real. Because if you was keeping it real, you wouldn't fucking be, be trying to, trying to fake this fucking facade 24 hours a fucking day. You know what I mean? That is yeah. not keeping it real. Keeping it real is not being afraid to, to, to be yourself. That is the true definition of keeping it real. Is not being Absolutely. afraid to be yourself. You know, you know what I mean? So for me. I like to think that, you know what, whenever you listen to my music, you're listening to an artist that's keeping it 100% real, for better or for worse. You know what I mean? You're getting yeah. everything from me. You're getting, 
my laughter. You're getting my silly side. You're getting my, I'm not too cool to be silly on the record. I'm not too cool to be happy on the record. I'm not too cool to tell my woman that I love her on the record. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it's, it's 100% me just keeping it real, being honest, being brutally honest. You know what I mean? For better or for worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, what you see is what you get when you, when you get a Renaissance record. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and again, that's what we appreciate because I believe an artist like that is able to connect with the fans uh, uh, on a much deeper level than some, like you said, some CB4 dude that's got his, his gangster turned on 24-7. It's not like that, man. You know what I mean? Especially Yo, hello? Damn. You know? Yo, hello? I lost you for a minute. Yeah, yeah can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, I was just saying, man, it, it's, uh, you, you know, real-life situations are what we can relate to. Um, you know, yeah. things that you go through, you know, like you said, how you deal with maybe depression, um, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of your fans, man, they're going through that, you know. Everybody goes through it. Everybody goes through it. Everybody... At some point or another, you're gonna get down. You're gonna you're gonna feel down and out. You're gonna feel defeated. You're gonna feel crushed. You're gonna feel like it's worthless. You know what I mean? Unless you were just born with a fucking silver spoon in your mouth and you were just born with everything fucking handed to you on a silver fucking platter. And even those people, I know, I know some people that were born with fucking money that are that are that are fucking that deal with depression too. Because you know, for whatever reason, people are just never satisfied. You know, like people that have everything but then again i mean everything is not about money too you know what i mean like every uh, happiness some people believe that happiness can be bought and others believe you can't you know what i mean me i tend to believe money's cool you know it, it, it makes things easier on on just when it comes to bills and stuff but money doesn't really bring happiness because i mean yeah. I, um Cause if you want me to be brutally honest, man. I mean, I lost my daughter in 2018. Money can't bring that back. No. A billion, a, a trillion fucking dollars couldn't bring her back. So yeah. So to anybody that wants to sit there and say money, money brings happiness. Now nah, you know what? Fuck that. Money don't bring happiness. If money can bring my daughter back, then yeah, money does bring happiness. But if money can't bring my daughter back, money doesn't bring happiness. Cause my daughter was happiness. You know what I mean? And last time we, we, we spoke, you, you were speaking about how music, you know, helped you, um, you know, and she lives on through you and and, and also through through your music. You did the Sailor uh, release, you know, uh, that was a limited release, was it not? Or? Yeah, um, it's available on, on Spotify and Apple Music. You know, it's basically an EP that I did, and I basically wrote that project um, right after she passed away. and. I basically just use music as therapy, man. I wrote these songs, and I basically, anything that I was feeling emotionally, I just put it on paper, and I just recorded it, and I basically, I used it like a therapy session, man, and it it, it made for some really, really good music, man. It, made for some, it was really painful to write. It was really, really painful to write. But just from the, the pure artistic uh, standpoint, it was, it was some beautiful music. It's beautiful, painful music is what it was. And it helped me. It helped me to kind of dig deep and to kind of find find out certain things about just you know just to kind of just it just kind of helped me to figure things out. You know what I'm saying? To kind of bring closure within my own mind and my heart and my soul. 
And, you know, that that project is actually available on Spotify and Apple Music for anybody that, that wants to hear it. It's called the Sailor EP. It's called Sailor. Um, I did a limited pressing on physical CDs. I pressed up like a couple hundred copies, and those actually sold out pretty quick. So, you know, if you if you if you got the privilege to get the physical copies, you got one of one of a very few limited limited physical copies. You know, so yeah, definitely. You know, what I'm saying, and and rest in peace to Sayla. Uh, you know, what I'm saying, um, it it showed uh, a lot of people go through that. You know, a lot of people. Um, you know, um, has anyone ever come up to you and say, you know what, I've able, I've been able to get through the loss of my kid from your music, or not not necessarily the yeah, loss of a kid, yeah. but other other hard times. Yeah, yeah, actually, man, um, I had quite a bit of people DM me and actually tell me like thanking me, like, hey, man, thank you so much for writing this project, like, you know, because like as a parent that loses a child, you know, it's like. You know, you got friends and family that are going to reach out to you and they're going to try to talk to you, you know what I mean, and try to, you know, help you cope. But at the end of the day, man, if they haven't lost a child, if they don't really, really, really know what it, what you're going through, what you're feeling, there's not really much they can say. I mean, yeah, they can say, I'm sorry. They can say, I'm here for you. But unless they know that pain themselves, there's not much that they can tell you to bring you comfort, you know what I mean? So anyone that's lost somebody, whenever they listen to the Sailor EP, I say so much on those songs that you you relate to it. Like you hear certain things, certain thoughts, and certain emotions that only a person that lost a child is gonna is gonna say these things. Is gonna be able to think of these things. So if you've lost a child, or if you lost somebody that was like a child, or if you lost somebody that was just extremely extremely close to you, and when you listen to this record. You're going to hear things that you yourself as a person, you've thought these things. And you might not want to say them uh, out loud, but when you hear me say them, it makes that person feel like, you know what, I'm not alone. I thought I was the only one that felt this way. I thought I was the only one that thought those things. But you know what, I'm not alone. You know what, um, you know, and, and to me, I feel like whenever people figure out that they're not the only person going through what they're going through, it gives them hope. It gives them hope because I feel like a lot of times whenever people feel like they're alone and they feel like no one else on planet Earth can relate to them, it makes you feel that much shittier. It makes you feel that much worse because not only do you feel alone, but you feel almost like you feel like a fucking freak because you feel like no one like no one relates to you, you know, until you realize, you know what, I'm not alone. There's other people that feel just like me. And it's almost like a, it gives you a little bit of sense of relief because you kind of start feeling like, you know what, if this person went through with it, went through it, and they got through it, I could get through it. You know what I mean? So, in that sense, music is amazing because it brings people together. It brings people together because it it shows people that you know, if you find the right artist that says the right things, it makes you feel like you're not alone. Because you know what, this artist is saying what I feel. And that's the amazing thing about music. That's the reason why I fell in love with music, because music really does connect people. It connects people through emotion. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it shows everyone that we all share the same emotions. At the end of the day, I feel like music shows us all how much more in common we have as opposed to thinking that we're all different. At the end of the day, I feel like we all have more in common than we realize. You know what I mean? Everybody has more in common than we than we, we than we might realize. Hell, you take a fucking Trump supporter, you know, like me, it's no secret. I did a song called Trump Guy, so I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. So, 
you know, um, you take, but on the, on the other side of that, if you take someone who happens to be a huge Donald Trump supporter, they might think that they don't have anything in common with me until you listen to some of my music and you listen to some of the emotions and some of the things that I say, then you'll start to realize, you know what? I've thought some of these same fucking things that this guy is saying. I have a lot in common with this guy. I thought we didn't have much in common because we our political beliefs might be a little different, but we have so much more in common. So in that sense, I feel like people need to give, just give the music a chance, you know, give the music a chance and, You'll see with your you'll, you'll see with your own eyes and ears that you know what at the end of the day we all have so much more in common than we realize, and people just need to stop fighting with each other. They need to stop fucking hating each other, you know. And Man. you know you take a white racist True. person that doesn't like black people, you know, and they might be sitting there thinking that they have nothing in common with this black person, but until you actually sit there and you think and you you see and you realize that at the end of the day we all want the same thing. And that's happiness for our families. Yep. So in that sense, we all have that in common. Everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a fucking racist white person, a racist whatever. At the end of the day, you want the same things that I want. You want happiness for your family. You want your children to to go to a good school. You want to live in a good neighborhood. You want to you want to be able to lay your head down at night and sleep, and not worry about somebody breaking in your fucking house. You know what I mean? Like we all want the same things at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. The argument that always shuts shuts it down is, you know, if you ever needed blood, you're not gonna ask. Oh, make sure it comes from a white man. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. No, man. We're all the same, man. We all live and die, and and, and uh, you know, <clears throat> there's really, and we go through the, the same struggles. Like you're talking about, you know, um, one thing that that binds us all tragically is death. You know what I'm saying? We all are, yeah. are going to lose loved ones. We're all going to uh, eventually die ourselves. You know, um, mm-hmm. people got to understand, man, this world's a much bigger place than our egos, man. We got to keep that shit in check, and we got to learn to love each other because uh, it could yeah. all end real quick for all of us, you know. We're just here. We've only been here a short period of time, you know. It's not yeah. like... Um, you know, we got much time on this planet anyway. So let's enjoy it and be good to each other while we're here, man. It's a positive message as always, yeah. Ren. Uh I got another song I want to play before we get out of here, but I know the homie in France has a couple questions for you real quick. Um, Cindy, you there, brother? Yes, sir. Hi, Hi Scott. Hi, Ridley Sounds. Hi. Hey, Hi. what's up, man? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Um, can I tell us about this song, Frost Wars? Of your classic album, Welcome to the Gas Chamber of uh, Immortal Soldiers. Wait, which which song? Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Fort Worth. The town. Oh, yeah. Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Yeah, man. Yes, that, that's that, that's a that's that, that, that's an anthem dedicated to my hometown, Fort Worth, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, yeah, that's where I was born and raised. I was born right born and raised right here in Fort Worth, Texas, man. Yeah, how it was to grow up over there. Yeah. How it was to grow up over there in Fort Worth. What was that? Say it again. He said how was it to grow up in Fort Worth. Yes, sir. How was it to grow up in Fort Worth? I mean, you know, you you got your good and you got your bad. You know, uh, uh, in the 90s, you know what I'm saying, when I was a teenager, Fort Worth, Texas was like it was gangbang city, man. At one point, Fort Worth was actually dubbed Murder Worth. 
You know what I mean? And one of the years, I don't, I don't remember if it was like 1990, 91, I forget, but one of the years forward was actually the murder capital of the United States. And gangbanging was, was very, very bad in Forward, Texas, you know? And, you know, so I, I grew up around that. And every other fucking, like, like, like in one neighborhood, there might have been like fucking 10 different fucking gangs. And you go over to another neighborhood and there's 10 other sets. And, it was it was it was it was pretty bad, but I mean there was still good am- amongst it all because I I like to think that you know um, bad situations you know they're gonna give you a certain perspective and then that perspective is gonna make you who you are you know what I mean so you know there's always gonna be bad situations will always will always teach you good things at the end of the day you know what I mean so for me it, it taught me a lot it taught me a lot about people it taught me. You know, um, I've seen a lot of my friends during that time. You know, uh, they got locked up and some lost their lives. And, you know what I mean? But it taught me a lot. It taught me to appreciate life and it taught me, you know, it's, 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 you learn from others' mistakes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it, it taught me a hell of a lot, man. I wouldn't trade anything, man. Forward, Texas, you know, born and raised. Yeah, there was a, an amazing group. Old school was a one good child. I think maybe, you know, the Twisted Black. Yeah. It was yeah, one good side. Yeah. yeah, one good so, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Twisted Black, Free Twisted Black. Yeah, uh, another group out of four was uh, was uh, a group called Genocide. My big homie Six Deuce. You know what I mean? Uh, he was actually signed with Aftermath Records back in the days. You know what I mean? He was part of the Dr. Dre Chronic 2001 album. You know, he was actually from Forward, Texas too. So you know, there's a lot of talent out of Fort Worth. There's a, there's a lot of talent. You know, and you know, it's just. Fort Worth, it's not the biggest city, but we're not the smallest city, so we don't have a whole bunch of major labels here. So it's just you just got a whole bunch of independent artists, man, that are just hustling independently, man. And you know, you got a few artists right now currently that are actually making a lot of name for themselves. They're making a pretty good name for themselves. And you know, it's a beautiful thing, man. Fort Worth, Texas, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks. Uh, thanks for calling in, Finn. Uh, Ren, um, man, I want to thank you too, man. Uh, it's always an honor and pleasure to chop it up with you. Um, the album Immortalized is uh, everywhere right now. We're going to give him another song. Um, this one here is called Disturbed. Um, I'll let you kind of outro that for us, but before you do, brother, uh, man, give him all your info. You know what I'm saying? I want to give you the floor. Let him know uh, what, what you got going on. Uh, y'all can check me out on Facebook. You can just look up Renaissance. It's R-E-N-I-Z, as in zebra, R-E-N-I-Z-A-N-C-E. You can look me up on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Twitter. You know what I mean? Just just, just search Renaissance. Um, you can go to Spotify, Apple Music, any digital music, music retailer, just search Renaissance. Um, you can go to Renaissance.com if you want to purchase merch. You know what I mean? Um, I appreciate every purchase because... I'm an independent artist, especially during these COVID times. Shit, you know, that shit goes a long way for an independent artist. You know what I'm saying? Just buying a, purchasing a T-shirt, purchasing a physical CD. Like, support your local artists. If there's one thing that I can leave everybody with, is, man, support your independent artists because we rely on this. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, we really, really do rely on this. Like, yeah, you can go and download and rip it and, and you can enjoy the music, but you just got to keep in mind, man, if, you know, you're basically taking money out of the artist's mouth. And don't get me wrong, I mean, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I I used to rip CDs. I don't do that no more. Now, if I, if, I, if I really, really like the artist, 
I'm going to go to their website. I'm going to purchase a physical copy, and I'm going to purchase a T-shirt because that's my way of supporting them, and that's my way of saying that, hey, I appreciate your hard work. I appreciate your music. I want you to continue to make music and hear. You know, this is this is this is this is, this is me purchasing. That that's my way of of letting you know that I that I appreciate what you do. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and and I mean, shout out Scott Beta too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, for a lot of people that might not know, we go back. You know what I'm saying? From the Murder Dog Magazine days. You know what I'm saying? That, that's when I first met you, and you know, maybe. like you actually uh, reached out. You actually maybe? reached out and got got me featured on the the Murder Dog compilation. Remember with, with We Roll? Oh man, that was that song right there, man. Is is so hard that when uh you know I sent that in, and I think Seals of Bad Black snitches. And um, they were actually, like, debating, like, which one was harder, you know what I'm saying? They they love both those mm. songs so much. You know, uh, classic, yeah. classic fact right there, man. Um, but, yeah, yeah it's, so, been, it's know. been great over the years, brother. You know, uh, I've seen you uh, continuously grow your brand, and, and uh, you know, your legion of fans continues to grow. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Real talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, appreciate you, man. You know, and, and everybody, make sure to support the new album, Immortalized. You can get you can get the physical pre-order right now at Renaissance.com, or you know what I'm saying, just make sure to check it out on Spotify. Tell all of your friends to stream it. Tell all your friends and family to buy it, uh, purchase the digital copy. I'm trying to reach Billboard, so I appreciate any and all support. You know what I mean? I'm trying to reach Billboard. And I'm trying to do this independently, no radio play. I don't got no, you know, no viral hits or none of that. No, so I'm just trying to get it. You know, I'm trying to get it out the mud. You know what I mean? But shit, we we going though. You shut out the whole unforgiving nation. You know what I'm saying? Shit, they keeping this, they they keeping this shit moving. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Continue to support Renaissance Unforgiven. You know what I'm saying? We'll see you real soon. This is the song Disturbed. You know what I'm saying? And please get mm. the album Immortalized, man. It's a it's a must for any hip hop head. I don't care where you're from. Get that shit. Yeah.
but they only judging what they see on the surface. They see me in public, I'm smiling, cause I probably scare them what's behind the curtains. When they see you burning out of control furnace, they figure I am a very disturbed earthling. Cause they don't know half of the shit that goes on in my mind, they just couldn't relate. Because most of the shit they just wouldn't be able to understand unless they witness the pain. Sometimes you just go through some things that you never come back from, never to be the same. Cause what you witness and change your mentality doesn't matter, it's some things you can't outrun. For the darkness gon' rearrange you My therapist been reassuring me That all of my insecurities have been concerning me You probably heard 